It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer All the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Hey, loyal podcast listeners. This is your host, Michael Smalley, wanting to remind you, check out smalleyinstitute.com because you can go there and sign up today for free to the number one reason relationships fail online course. When you sign up, you will start learning immediately exactly why relationships get in trouble, whether it's marriage, parenting, friendships, business, doesn't matter because all relationships get stuck in a universal pattern, and when you don't know it, you fail. So sign up today at smalleyinstitute.com for the number one reason relationships fail online course. Welcome back to Smalley Marriage Radio. This is your host, Michael Smalley, recording still from Southern California, but this is, I believe, going to be my last day to do a show here at the uh, Fairfield Inn and Suites in Anaheim Hills. I'm a little sad, honestly, because today my wife has to abandon me to get back to our home because she's leading a wonderful study there. And I will finish out this cool conference we've been uh, been at and just getting poured into. And honestly, probably my favorite part has been just the worship. Man, being in a room filled, a, a sanctuary filled with other pastors and people that are just passionately singing and glorifying God is wow. That I, I hope all of you can do something like this. Before you die, because it's amazing. Well, we are continuing on. I am on my ninth day in a row, people. This this could be now my official record for most consistent thing I have ever done, other than eating and breathing. But today we're still in part two, and part two of this 28-day adventure we are on is about how Jesus wants you to love others. And today's statements are actually two different ones. Our first one is Luke twenty two twenty six, and then the second one will be John fifteen eleven through thirteen. So I'll read those now, and then I'll sort of unpack them, and and then I'm going to encourage you. You know, how does God? How does Jesus want you to love others? So Luke twenty two twenty six says, "But among you, it will be different." Those who are the greatest among you should take the lowest rank, and the leader should be like a servant. And then John 15, 11 through 13 says, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. 
Whoa, that better start getting you fired up. But we're gonna we're gonna get into Luke twenty two twenty six, and honestly, I think one of the bigger insights I've ever been given on scripture or on a situation was when and my wife is in the room getting ready for the day, so she might be able to help me understand because I can't totally remember. But I believe, I, I believe it was my oldest child, Cole, who told me this, and I had never heard it before, or it could have been a sermon at a church in Southern California where the pastor said it, and then my son confirmed it. But in Luke twenty two twenty six, Jesus is talking to his disciples at the Last Supper, and of course, you know, this must have been a totally exhausting experience for Christ because his disciples, the ones who've traveled with him, still keep falling back on their knuckleheaded list, just like us, right? Their weaknesses, their insecurities, and they get into this huge argument about who's going to be the greatest among them. That's sort of the context. Jesus, it's the Last Supper. He knows what's about to happen. So he is wanting to spend this time purposefully and his disciples break out. Who's going to be the greatest? Well, here's something incredibly interesting I learned. Where people were sat at the table, which in those days would have probably been an elongated oval shaped table close to the ground and where people were sat mattered. The seating arrangement was highly important. And this is what freaks me out. Because guess who Jesus selected? He was the host of this dinner. This is his dinner party. That means he's in charge of the seating. And whoever the host chose to sit at his left side is the person that he is wanting to give the most honor to. This is like the seat of honor. This was a big deal to be placed at the left hand, at the left side of the host. And you'll never guess who was sitting there. Judas, the very man, the one he had poured into for years that was going to betray him. He knew Judas was going to betray him. And yet, he gave Judas the seat to his left. Wow, that is radical. I mean, and I, you know, many times when I'm preaching or I'm talking about Jesus or Jesus's words specifically, he was radical. I mean, that is, I, I, come on, people. I don't think, I'll, I'll stick with me so I won't judge you or mind read your intentions, but I just don't believe I'd do it. I have responded so poorly to people I really love over the most minor, uh, <laughs> you know, sins against me. And I just react, 
I can, I've reacted so terribly. I mean, you know, every once in a while I do it okay. But I'm almost, it's almost a feeling of like, what is wrong with me? I mean, I am not that gracious and merciful, but I need to be. That has to be my goal. And so Jesus, Jesus seeding Judas, I just don't want you to miss that. I don't want you just to, you know, to kind of read past that and miss the context of how awesome Jesus' love is towards others, that he would put the man who's going to betray him on his left side is unbelievable. In John 15, 11 through 13, we learn how joy is attached to following Jesus's commands. And I've mentioned this before, and that the greatest form of love is to lay down your life for others. We're also reminded that Jesus is the model for how we are to love others. Right? That's the one. He's the one we're trying to replicate, duplicate, act like, be like. So, in essence, Christ is saying again, look, if I'm doing this for you, how dare you not do this for others? Come on. And we need to have that mindset in how we love others. So, what is Jesus' expectation in these two statements? Be a servant. Lay down your life. My dad used to ask women in audiences around the world because, uh, you know, submission was always this big thing, right? Ephesians 5.22 and wives submit to your husbands and everything. And that that has been abused and misused and misunderstood, but we're not going to get into all that in this episode. But my father, because this is the point, my father used to ask the audience and, and specifically to the ladies, how many of you ladies would have a problem submitting to a dead man? And they'd laugh, but it's so true. It's like, who, who's going to struggle serving someone else when they're already laying down their life for you? Like, the fear is going to be gone. The apprehension is going to be gone because you're not worried about them manipulating you and taking advantage of you. And, and so, gentlemen, if you want your wife to be a servant, then be a servant. When she knows that she's number one in your life, she's not going to struggle loving you in the same way. Now, it might be an extreme example, you know, who'd have problems being to a dead man, but it is the truth. And it hits the point. You can submit to and serve each other when you feel like the other person has your best interest in mind and isn't trying to take advantage of you, but rather is trying to serve you. If someone you love is shut down because of your actions or things you've done, or maybe past hurts in their own life that you don't even have anything to do with, take the initiative and serve. Serving others is a powerful way to open their spirit back up. And you serve others regardless of how they are treating you. Jesus knew Judas was going to betray him. He knew it. Yet still, he gave Judas the seat of most honored guest out of all the disciples for the Last Supper.
Did you hear the news? Metro PCS is now Metro by T-Mobile. Now you get new plans with unlimited high-speed data all month long. All on the T-Mobile network. Check out the new Metro by T-Mobile today and discover the smarter way to get unlimited. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. During congestion, the fraction of customers using greater than 35 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds. And Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video streams at 4DP. Coverage not available in some areas. See store for details and terms and conditions.